The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Everybody wants to know what I would do if I didn't win. I guess we'll never know. So keep your love. I don't get enough of it. Jesus just rose again. Listen to the kids. Welcome to Watching the Throne. A lyrical analysis of Kanye West. My name is Chris Lambert. And I am a patriot of the United States, Travis Bean, and we are here to discuss our future president, Kanye West. Yeah, man. What an announcement. (laughs) (laughs) A wild weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's been a wild, what, two weeks since Kanye's come back to Twitter. And, like, he's just been dropping information and, like, bombshells (laughs) from everything from... uh, like God's Country to Wash Us in the Blood, the animated Kids See Ghost Show, the Yeezy Gap, like finally the release of the Foam Runners, uh, doing some like portrait art <laughs> using mm-hmm. still lifes and posing with Elon Musk and now a presidential announcement. And I'm excited about all of that, but what I'm most excited about is the fact that Kanye always does this kind of shit when he's about to drop an album. Like he he makes sure he's in the headlines, he's causing a little controversy. I can only assume that means God's country is coming very soon. Yeah, that's really the crux and like cuts right to the heart of this argument though, right? Like so many people are responding to the presidential announcement and taking it as it is. And you can very much do that, but when you know, when you know Kanye, right? Like yeah. before every album release, there's this ramping up of grabbing attention, whether it's social media attention, media attention, just all the attention. And yeah. we saw it in 2016, we saw it in 2018, uh, we saw it again in 2019, building up to the release of Jesus as King all the way back to like 2013 Jesus 2010 just Kanye knows how to position himself to where he doesn't have to do any marketing (laughs) like yeah it's just him being active in the world and the best part of it you know especially us as Kanye fans but also us people who like dissect his albums and are figuring out what Kanye's trying to say in his albums his like public rhetoric always seems to coincide with what the album is about like you know in 2018 he's talking about mental illness, uh, mental slavery, like that's all yay and kids see ghosts. He's talking about God, religion, his reconnection with his faith, like Jesus is King comes out. You could trace it back to feel like every one of his albums and fittingly, you know, he's running for president and his album's called God's Country. Like there's gonna be, it's gonna be really fun to pick apart that album and kind of connect it to his talking points these days. Yeah, the idea of hashtag 2020 vision, right? I think that 
may be one of the ways that we might be looking at summarizing God's country is just this is Kanye's vision in 2020. This is his vision for America. This is his vision this if he was president. Yeah, <laughs> which, oh man. <laughs> I, I guess right there, do you think that this is a, a serious announcement of a presidential candidacy? Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, this is, to me is the beautiful thing about Kanye is that he's always serious. Like he is. Like, of course, Kanye is running for president. Like, we can get into the logistics of that, whether or not he can actually run for president. But the great thing about Kanye is that doesn't matter. Like logistics don't matter. Practicality doesn't matter. He's running for president because he can. And he's going to be loud and proud about it. And that's really the point of anytime Kanye does anything like this is to prove he can do it and to show anybody that wants to be president that you can too. And that's why we love him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I guess like getting into the logistics of it, it did come out that in the wake of this, some outlets and even people were doing uh, some of the legwork. And according to Newsweek, the filing deadline for independent candidates to appear in the November general election ballot has passed in Alabama Illinois, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, and Texas, which would mean that we wouldn't be able to vote with uh, a Kanye ballot, you know? <laughs> and he has to register with the Federal Election Commission. He needs to actually present a platform. He needs to have enough signatures to even get on the ballot in November. Like, okay, yeah. And this is really the, the, the difference between, like, media and like, because media never really are about dissecting the art or an artist's intention. Like they're literally looking at the logistics and the, like looking at it, taking it at face value and saying, like, can Kanye actually run for president when it's not really what this is about? Like it's about Kanye making a statement. It's about Kanye getting in front of people and giving people motivation. Like that's what he always does. I mean, not that he wouldn't run for president. Like, like if Kanye actually ran for president, and actually won it's like he would back out and be like oh no i was kidding i was just trying to motivate people like no he'd be fucking president but until that <laughs> happens like he's just being kanye yeah i think it's gonna be a strange nah nah um <laughs> yeah it won't be strange I at think all this <laughs> i think this is in line with what we've seen with kanye in the past where he announces a position that he has and at first it seems crazy to people and then slowly over time it starts to <laughs> make more sense when does that and ever become happened? more justified <laughs> and you can go all the way back to the beginning of kanye's career from that right he was just a kid in chicago who wanted to be a big artist and people told him no but then he's a producer making beats for jay-z winning grammys then he wants to be a rapper and everybody's like, no, you're just a producer. Yeah. And then he's the like best-selling rapper in the world. And then he wants to get into fashion, and they tell him, no, you're just a rapper. Look how that's gone. Like, wants to deal with Adidas or Nike, and they tell him no, and then look how that's gone. It's just time and time again. The comparisons to Walt Disney, uh, Ford, Howard Hughes, Steve Jobs like when he first made those comparisons, which I think was 2015, the same night that he announced that he was going to run for president in 2020, everybody just kind of rolled their eyes. And mm -hmm. now here we are five years later and he's worth billions of dollars. Yeah. And 
is like legitimately making strides that would change industry in America. Like that's amazing. So the presidential thing, even if it's not coming to fruition in 2020, the fact that he keeps returning to it, like makes that 2024 uh, effort seem a little bit more realistic. Yeah. And I think the other important thing to remember is that, Again, not to take away from Kanye, like I know he's actually running for president, but I feel like a big reason he made that tweet and changed the year from 2024 to 2020 was his way of um, uh, unendorsing Donald Trump. Like, because forever, like that's why he had pushed it to 2024. Like he liked Trump and he wanted Trump to stay there. But after Trump gave that, to put it mildly, insane speech about how we need to live with COVID <laughs> and just just Trump's general rhetoric lately. Like it really seems Kanye looked at it and said, like, this doesn't vibe with my message anymore and like my reconnection with God and my belief that like, you know, a faith in God can like fix this country. Like he looks at Trump and doesn't see that anymore. So now he's running for president. And I really kind of think that was probably the biggest reason he put that tweet out was to say like hey like i'm no longer backing this guy yeah that's i mean because from 2015 into 2018 he's saying 2020 2020 2020 until he gets the meeting with trump right Mm -hmm. and then he starts changing to 2024 out of respect for trump and okay like (laughs) especially when you like the guy, I get it, or you're trying to maneuver to get Kim uh, some latitude with the guy in order to have her get people released from prison, First Step Act. Uh, there's the whole theory that he was just playing chess with Trump. Um, but regardless, yeah, he had been on that 2024 announcement out of respect for Trump all the way up until yesterday or two days mm-hmm. ago, whenever he had two days ago when he announced that. So I, that's my major takeaway from it. Though I could see somebody arguing if Kanye was unendorsing Trump, don't you think Kanye would just unendorse Trump? <laughs> like, <laughs> has he ever shied away from saying that? But I do think if you buy into the idea that he's trying to not burn bridges with Trump and maintain uh, some kind of positive relationship just due to everything with getting people out of jail, having Trump's ear, whatever politics he's been playing there, you'd see why he would take a little bit more of a uh, Sun Tzu approach to the announcement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering, I was going to ask you actually what you thought about all that, like the chess talk, because to me, Kanye is like such an earnest, genuine person. Like he's never somebody who doesn't say exactly what's on his mind. And he always means what he says. Like... I, I think some people have this idea that, and I understand why they romanticize this idea that Trump is just, or Kanye's just getting in Trump's good graces and he's pretending to like Trump so he could this, do this and that and this, which maybe there's some truth to that. But I mean, ultimately, Kanye made it pretty clear that he likes Trump because Trump isn't a politician. Like Trump reminds Kanye of himself and he sees power in that and he thinks he can actually like there's a reason he wanted to like befriend Trump and work with him on these issues that he was talking about that day in the Oval Office. Like to me, for Kanye, it's never been about like, he hasn't publicly unendorsed Trump because like he probably still doesn't 
unendorse Trump. Like he still likes him and probably prefers him to Biden. But I don't know. I just wondered, what do you think of all that? Uh, I get torn on it because I do think that it's probably closer to what you're saying, that there is like an honest earnestness and thinking that he could work with Trump and connect with Trump because, hey, we're both celebrities. We're both like mm-hmm. outside of politics and you're in this position like I I can bring something to the table. Let's work together. I think that there's probably an idea of how he could work with Trump, benefit from Trump, the inspiration he gets from Trump without necessarily being a fan of Trump's policies Mm -hmm. or supporting Trump politically. And that's where you kind of get that tension of, you know, I'm excited to try to work with this guy and I'm excited that about what he represents without uh, like, I'm excited that he's putting kids in cages. I'm excited that he's fucking up the COVID (laughs) response. Like (laughs) I'm excited. He's saying all this racist rhetoric, (laughs) like, I don't think that's like, right. yeah, I think it's, it's skewed more to what you're saying. But at the same time, part of me thinks back to 2018 and how so much of what Kanye was tweeting early on were hints to what he was thinking about the album that would eventually come out. It always feels like things that he's tweeting connect to something that we find out about six months or a year or two years later. And you're like, oh, Kanye tweeted about that. And that was clearly (laughs) like on his mind Mm -hmm. back then, whether it's stuff about the simulation or just like artist where he was mentioning the artist. And then we're like, hey, wait, there's this artist mentioned in the song or Mm -hmm. something in that vein. So I do think oftentimes what we're getting from Kanye in the public space tends to be a little bit more of performer mode or a little bit more of the chess game as well so i wouldn't be surprised if there was something a little bit more machiavellian about Mm -hmm. it but i do think if i'm like putting money on something it would be much more closer to the scenario you laid out that it's there was an honest to goodness like appreciation for what trump represented and what he thought he could work through and get from trump much more than just like the purely like i'm gonna use this guy yeah um but i could see the i'm gonna use this guy being a scenario like i wouldn't rule it out i mean it'd be badass if that's what actually, actually what kanye did it just doesn't seem very <laughs> kanye no yeah i go back and forth i go back and forth but i i think it's like 70 30 mm. okay so what's the plan for today chris Well, I want to mention one thing, and then we're going to get into some Twitter questions that people had that they were just asking about wanting our opinion on Kanye's presidential announcement. But first, we talked about the missed ballots and Kanye not Mm -hmm. being able to register. But what's funny is that somebody found that... Where are you? Uh... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Oh man, Twitter refreshing. <laughs> okay. There are many skeptics who believe that West was pulling some kind of stunt and that the argument has been boosted by the fact that West hasn't filed any of the paperwork. Uh, but according to a report, according to a report by the BBC News, the only candidate bearing the name Kanye West appears to be a joke. Someone called Kanye D's Nuts West <laughs> filed okay. in 2015 as a Green Party candidate using the address 1977 Gold Digger Avenue, Sweet Yeezus. <laughs> D's Nuts West has raised exactly zero dollars in donations, but it was funny because. Somebody else tweeted that Kanye at one point followed the leader of the Green Party on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, he has a song called uh, City in the Sky or let me find this. It was one of the unreleased songs, which is why I'm very unfamiliar with it. Uh, but in it, he talked about going to run for president. Here it is. Oh, God. Twitter on desktop <laughs> is the worst. Stop reloading. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I scroll down and go to click, it like jumps in the scroll. Twitter on your desktop. That's like, you shouldn't be doing that. It's frustrating. Okay. Sky City was the song. And Kanye had a line that said, I'm running for president. Um, D's nuts on the ballot. Yeah. yeah. Which... <laughs> so I think it was just Kanye being aware of that. Yeah. And making the reference to it, which is pretty obscure. But at the same time, I think there are a lot of people that like mm. uh, thought that that was the first thing and that Kanye secretly registered as a Green Party. Of course. There are so many Kanye con conspiracy theories that they need to just come up with a new word. Conspiracy spelled with a K, like it's a new word and it applies to Kanye. <laughs> That'd be pretty awesome. Pretty fitting conspiracy too. Conspiracy. And it just applies to all the media. <laughs> <laughs> every lie um, you've been fed yeah there was a, a tweet earlier today by uh tilly i can't remember the full at right now but it was just like kanye is not the person who the media like portrays him as repeated in caps like over and over again and it was at like seven thousand five hundred likes which yeah. just yeah i mean it's tough to go up against the media which could just like regurgitate and fart out fake headlines all they want that completely sells the wrong story but eventually people are going to do enough digging and find out stuff like what Kanye actually said at TMZ like there's just little stuff like that that eventually people are going to realize what Kanye was trying to do however uh, misguided it may have been yep. very much so uh, the narrative on that has already like done a huge change which is nice and it's not to say it was it without problems right it's just was it as problematic as i think a lot of people yeah. initially thought it was exactly uh well so let's go through some of these tweets that we've gotten from people asking some questions and we'll go until we're exhausted <laughs> um so we got starting off here machine gun yorkie yo saying why he shouldn't <laughs> that's the first question <laughs> ah, okay so why Kanye shouldn't run for president yeah well, I don't see any reason why he shouldn't I think uh, the main point people have made is that any third party candidate or third candidate splits the votes mm 
Mm-hmm. And if somebody, if Biden did have a major lead on Trump, then anybody that's taking votes from either candidate reduces the distance between them in some capacity, meaning that it gives Trump or whoever the lesser candidate is in that situation a better opportunity uh, to perform in those states, which was one of the issues with like Jill Stein in 2016 or who was the other libertarian that everybody was kind of into in 2016 uh I, the only person i ever think of is ross perot so I, I, that's my <laughs> knowledge of this goes back much further <laughs> i just remember ross perot's saturday night live sketches <laughs> that's all you really tre- needed to know about him yeah tremendous ears um <laughs> yeah i think the, there's usually just uh a bit of a backlash against any third party candidate though yeah. i would say that like a th- legitimate third party is what america needs at this point i would agree with that but also like if there's any third like kanye is not would not be the number one third party running an election like there's always going to be third parties that steal away votes and kanye is so intensely disliked that i can't like people can't be serious when they say that he's going to steal votes away from biden right like that's that's not simply not true. They seem pretty serious. And I saw other people saying that if anything, he's going to get people that weren't going to vote to vote. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's a rage vote or just like, you know what? I'm going to vote Kanye. <laughs> so it, even the votes that he gets wouldn't necessarily be votes that weren't for, or we're going to go to Biden or we're going to go to Trump. Yeah. That's the other thing. It's like, why would any votes that go to Kanye like would be the votes that go to Biden. Like I would imagine a lot of people would support Kanye and Trump as well. Like they would group those two together. Yeah. I think until you hear his like platform, if he stays with his platform being more Bernie Sanders inspired, I can see people being like, wait a second, (laughs) (laughs) wait a second. Um, So yeah, I think that would be the main reason why he should, if you want to take that stance that like, this election is too important though at the same time i don't know we need I third parties to get uh, some shine exactly it, i could see that argument if you support a two-party system and you think democrats can actually fix everything then sure i could see that being a problem yeah <laughs> i at least feel like they can fix the immediate mess <laughs> well i mean sure yeah we fi- clear up some real issues but i don't know that's yeah, yeah. a bigger discussion yeah oh 2024 by all by all means, even t- whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever you're. Uh, um, so then we have uh, Hugh Danzy saying, why, why not you guys think he's an ideal politician? Well, I think he's an ideal politician because he wouldn't be a politician. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he would just talk like Kanye always talks. <laughs> <laughs> Which gets into like pros and cons, right? Because I right. think people... I think that was one of the things that even when people had reservations about Trump in like 2015, 2016, there was still the allure of the non-politician being able to come in and shake up a system that clearly hasn't been working for people for, I'd say, decades at this point. Yeah. Uh, and that's one of the allures of it. Like, can you get a non-politician that's actually going to have the impact that we would hope a non-politician would have? Hmm. I would say another major advantage of Kanye in this 
completely foreign world that I don't think will ever happen where Kanye is actually president. But if he did, Kanye has a history of like speaking to people, listening to people, being empathetic. Like that would be an amazing thing to have in a president. Yeah, he's absolutely cares for the public. I mean, one of his major things, despite like, oh, he accumulates all this wealth and the people that like hate the wealthy. I I get that. <laughs> you have your stance. Uh, but at the same time, Kanye comes from a place where he's always been like talking about people, thinking about people, thinking about social issues, commenting on social issues. Uh, and then even with the wealth he's accumulated, what he's looking to do with it is improve systems overall. And I think when you have Kanye that in his career as a producer was improving systems, as a rapper was improving the system, as a, a fashion guy has been improving the system. It's like everywhere he goes, he works with high level people and refines and exploits in a positive way the landscapes that haven't been explored and that are ripe for attention and for benefit. I feel like every industry he's been a part of has benefited due to his presence. And as you said, a lot of it relates to his ability to form teams, work with teams, identify talent, motivate that talent, and get results. So, I mean, is that the thing that everybody praises Lincoln for all the time? Uh, <laughs> that book of like team of rivals right. is the big thing. If like the team you assemble is a thing that helps you achieve greatness. I think there are very few people that have shown that they can assemble a team that achieves greatness <laughs> uh, yeah. more so than Kanye. Oh my God. His cabinet would just be unreal. I can't even begin to like, that's the thing too. Like Two Kanye respect. <laughs> Well, like Kanye respects expertise. Like I feel like he would be bringing in, yeah, like some really amazing people. Elon Musk would be on it for sure. Elon would definitely have some kind of position, which would get people in an uproar <laughs> in some capacity. But, but that's going to be the other beautiful thing about Kanye. There's always going to be an uproar. Yeah, I would take his uproars over the current uproars. I absolutely would. <sighs> Man. But could you imagine, like, Kanye, like, <laughs> how he would, like, what would his speech be if he was dealing with, like, a Mitch McConnell that wasn't letting anything through, or he's like, it's been two months since this bill was voted on, like, and you aren't, like, running it through, like, what the fuck is going on? He'd probably drop a song about it, and it'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. Uh, we have uh, at River Thoughts asking, keeping up with the Kardashians White House style. <laughs> LOL. Yeah, Which, that'd be amazing. I wonder how that would go. Like, would they continue to film, like, keeping up with the Kardashians in the White House? Or would that be something where, like, the officialness of the office causes Kim to step away from the show? Mm, no, there'd be episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it would probably make the White House more humanized, right? absolutely that would be the that would be the intent hmm see the kids running around kim interacting with like all the staff all the people like going doing first lady deeds throughout the world mm -hmm. and then i would say at the end of each episode there's a 10 minute recap where you and i get into a podcast studio and just talk about the episode <laughs> one thousand percent <laughs> Uh, we have 
Um, Find a good one. Yeah, River Thoughts asked again. Kanye talked about wanting to do fashion years ago, and everyone laughed at him. Now Yeezys is a sought-after brand. Love him or hate him, Kanye knows how to follow through. So just a statement. Damn straight. Uh, crowdsourced Ego said, can you please write an article detailing what we know right now and what his policies probably would be like? Um, but I can talk about what his policies probably would be like. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest indication that we've had was the meeting with Trump in 2018 and then the tweet that he had at the end of 2018 where he talked about what he believed in and also the Charlemagne the God interview in 2018. But the problem with this, as I start to say it, is that all of these things were 2018 before everything with his rebirth as a Christian. Mm. And I do wonder if two years of kind of discovering that aspect of himself has changed some of his beliefs, the way that we've seen him change his view on swearing, on porn, on like just sex in general like on alcohol like are there are those changes that are a little bit smaller and more personal would those extrapolate to some of how he views his political platform but at least at the time uh kanye talked about saying gun control mm -hmm. uh everybody being able to i guess like marriage equality like racial equality <laughs> he talked about mental health reform uh, education reform, manufacturing reform, bringing jobs back to America was a big thing for yeah, him. That'd be a huge um, one. And especially like mental health reform in terms mm -hmm. of like government sponsored mental health and just like healthcare reform. Uh, he had talked about being aligned with Bernie Sanders principles. So I think he would rock more towards that area of progressiveness. And even right now, he's still trying to build affordable housing mm -hmm. for like the homeless or lower income people. So I think that there would probably be uh, an emphasis on a lot of uh, public and social uh, agendas. Completely agree. Yeah, I don't have anything to add to that. I was going to say homelessness, actually. Like, that seems to be a huge one that he'd tackle that as far as I can tell, it's ever really been the forefront of any president's platform. No, I I don't know how it is in other places, but here in Austin, it's just becoming like every year more and yeah. more of a, of an evident issue for people. You just see more people on the streets, more people trying to like outside of the resources that the city's providing because the city can't provide enough resources. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad Chicago, too, and it gets cold as fuck here, so it's not good. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh. Um, we have Ashish Harry saying, maybe talk about how it's interesting that he's catching heat from both sides. Democrats think he's stealing votes from Biden to get Trump reelected, and how Republicans, <laughs> even far-right people like Tommy, uh, Tommy LaHaren, know he's back on the left and are trashing him for it. Big surprise. <laughs> the one thing <laughs> politicians could agree on is how to be terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was amazing. Like, I put up that poll on Kanye's tweet that was just like, <laughs> Kanye Trump Biden. And 
the amount of responses by both sides that were just like crazy and conspiracy theory driven of just like oh he's trying to help trump oh he's trying to help biden yeah oh we never knew that he was like a real republican oh he's never been a democrat it was all over the place and then you have like checkmark people on both sides trashing him for opposite views (laughs) i don't even know like i don't even really want to get into it because i don't want to get become an enraged individual live on the show because i mean like this is just this is why I hate politics, like this exact thing. And this idea of like being part of a group think and picking sides. And, and again, I think it gets back to what I said in the beginning, like Kanye is just a genuine person. There's never like secret intense. Like he, he just is Kanye. He's loud, proud Kanye. And he's just doing what he thinks is right. Trying to assign all these weird narratives, conspiracies to it. It's just stupid. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Yeah, I, I feel like that's the thing with everything these days. Like something happens and immediately it's a conspiracy, right? There's, especially in politics, there's just like yeah. each side digs their heels in to whatever view that they want to have and then it's off to the races. Ugh. Yeah, I, it's just so dumb that I I don't, I can't imagine becoming part of that conversation or I'd rather just sit back and watch Kanye do his thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> But will we be able to do that, Travis? I mean, he's going to be pretty loud between now and November, I'm sure of it. Yeah. Uh, we have I Hate Smunye <laughs> uh, saying, Lyrics of gorgeous and hell of a life, how he may use the White House to fight inescapable price of being black in America. Yeah, he's been talking about his whole career, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's talked about government i mean what he talked about uh the government administering aids on heard him say Mm -hmm. on gorgeous he talks again about government conspiracies against black people and even on uh ego death (laughs) he talks about plan b was their plan a to lower our damn votes so uh, i do think that kanye's I think that just points to Kanye's awareness of like social issues and the power government has on social issues and points to that being probably a major focus that he would look to try is how do we address these systemic Mm -hmm. things that affect like the average person? Yeah. I think that's actually a huge thing Kanye would bring. And if this strange reality ever happened, because he would actually, I, I think the, one of the dangers one of the stupid things about politics is like you can never broach big subjects like that. Like you can't be too vocal about stuff like that is that controversial and polarizing. Honestly, it's probably one of the few good things about Trump that he seems to have no filter and will address whatever's on his mind. Uh, But like, you kind of want that. Like you don't want politicians to be like shy and like tiptoe around things. Like if they see something's wrong, like they should, they should use their platform to talk about it. And Kanye definitely would do that. Yes. Yes, he would. Um, 
Ald Yin Yang said <laughs> potential foreign policy stances. <laughs> Kanye loves the world. He'd probably have an amazing foreign policy platform. Yeah, I feel like it would be the antithesis to Trump's yes. foreign policy platform. Yeah, just I mean, the opposite of that. Kanye's been in Mexico recording his album. Like, he goes to Paris to record albums. He loves Japan. Like, loves Japan. I just think he's too inspired by cultures in the world to take a stance that is against that. I feel like, and especially the way he likes to work with people uh, in general, I feel like he would probably look to create some kind of large like scale operation that unites countries and brings in what they can do to the picture for some like grand project more so than uh, put us like seclude us from the rest of the world. Yeah. And Kanye's just like, as you mentioned, like he's, he's a creative person and like, that's really where a lot of his fascination with other countries is rooted in. Like he would completely do away with this like nationalism ideology, like this, idea that you set up shop in the usa you build a wall like you like all that matters is like where you are like Kanye's not that at all like he would bring in so much influence from other cultures and be so attuned to that like i think that would be awesome yeah i think the only potential fear would be that he spends way too much on like silks fabrics <laughs> tailoring material on imports you know for and sure it's just like that would decimate the economy <laughs> yeah like kanye you have stopped importing food and have only been <laughs> importing things for clothing who needs to eat when you look good <laughs> uh we have crowdsourced ego saying do you think it's just a stunt he pulls to become part of the political conversation to get taken seriously from the start in 2024 i could definitely see that being mm -hmm. the case like announced now it's a little too late, but it gets you in people's heads and like creates a what if, like what if Kanye had run in 2020 that sets up 2024. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, cock FT balls. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this question. This said defo talk about its ties to God's country, which I think he kind of did like, yeah. Again, like Kanye would never run like a typical platform, like a like a campaign and everything. Like Kanye's campaign would just be God's country. It would be him. It would be his music. Like it's what he always does. Yep. Uh, we have Tyler Scruggs saying, "I would put some focus on what was discussed between Trump and Kanye at the White House in October 2018. His Make mm -hmm. America Great redesign, Thirteenth Amendment trap door, and wash us in the blood versus Trumpism." <laughs> Uh, it's a loaded so we question. Talked a, it is. We talked a little bit about the White House 2018 Make America Great redesign, which was just very progressive in its layout. Like we should be looking to talk about mental health, education, like manufacturing reform, like police reform. Uh, I don't think he brought up gun control at that point. Education reform, just all these things that were going to be improvements on systems that have been stagnating over the last few decades as Republicans and Democrats haven't been able to come to an agreement on anything yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, but 13th Amendment trap, oh, that was an infuriating moment, right? Kanye tweets out that the 13th Amendment essentially made 
slave labor free and that we need to abolish it but everybody jumped down his throat saying that he wanted to bring back slavery yeah <laughs> and because the 13th amendment was the amendment that abolished slavery but it had that clause in there unless the person was a prisoner right yeah and you know that combined with like his slavery comments like it all amassed together a little bit too cleanly like for people to form that narrative around him um which i guess would actually be a really bad thing about him being president is that he's not always the best communicator <laughs> like has great ideas but like doesn't always like relay them properly which case in point the 13th amendment talking to slavery talk um but i mean like yeah once we get past like that surface stuff and we actually dig into what he's saying like those are good things that he was trying to discuss with trump with the world and i would assume that those would be at the forefront of his policy yeah and then wash us in the blood versus trumpism it's i don't quite know because i mean i think about wash us in the blood and i think about two things come to mind one the lines about it feeling like the system and you talked about this in our episode almost creates a destiny where uh black people are forced to be thugs they're forced to sell drugs and it ends up in genocide like a form of genocide it ends up as slavery at the end of the day and this is a byproduct of the system that we exist in and the wash us in the blood video really like takes this overview look of uh where black people are currently in america like so much of his focus is about the chaos of america mm -hmm. but specifically these things that are afflicting black people in america from showing brianna taylor uh to michael brown uh, it's really sad like that video is really like shocking and like making me emotional right now just even thinking about the opening moments with mm -hmm. the the police brutality um so this idea that Kanye is asking for God to wash us in the blood and purify everything. I mean, it feels like it's built on a lot of where America has been and what's led up to this, but also this is currently the climate that we're seeing. Like these aren't historic. A lot of it's not historic footage, right? A lot of it's like very present day. Mm -hmm. And that's very much what's going on in Trump's America. Uh, so I do wonder if there's a little bit of uh, like we need to change things like this. Is it good? Is that a direct like critique of Trump or just the larger American system? But hmm. yeah, it, it does seem strange, though, that you're, you're making me think about this, that Kanye won't come out and publicly go against Trump. And we let out we let out earlier why he wouldn't do something like that. But. I guess it seems strange to me because Kanye's like so actively been going after like liberals, you know, for a bit now. And I, I guess that's because like they really misconstrued his words for a while. And, you know, the left media liberals like are a big reason why he had such a bad image for a bit, even though he did some of it to himself. Like I get why he has frustration with liberals, but if he's going to be going after one side so aggressively like he did for a bit like i just it's surprising that he won't just come out and say like hey wash us in the blood is like a condemnation of everything going on right now in trumpism yeah i mean that's a good point maybe that shows like some of our bias in it because both of us i think clearly aren't right-leaning 
And one of the things that we've like failed to discuss in how many minutes have we been talking about Kanye and politics is his like very vocal uh, condemnation of the left and mm -hmm. liberals in that way. And what does that mean for a lot of his policies? And what does that mean for uh, a lot of what he's thinking and feeling? Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, as you said, though, like policy wise, like Kanye's very left. His frustrations are really just steeped in like in groupthink and this idea of cancel culture. Like that's all left stuff. Yeah. Very much so. Very, very much so. Uh how much how much more time do you have? Um, I have a bit. I, I was actually gonna make a suggestion here. I'm, I've been looking through the list and there's a lovely question from oh god, where did it go? Um, from at Mises Reborn, who will be his running mate. Uh, what do you think about making it a bonus episode? We talk about who we think would be a good running mate. That sounds great. All right. Yeah. And if there's any more on here you want to discuss, but I feel like that was pretty good. Uh, the only one that I see. Where'd it go? Oh, God. <laughs> desktop well this desktop is your true enemy today it is it just things are vanishing before my eyes okay there we go um hugh dancy asked to, if his presidency would be the end of his music career or not oh god no <laughs> did trump stop playing golf like kanye is gonna find time to make music yeah, I uh, I think that there would be something, right? He'd, like, produce something. I don't know if we would get an... Though I could imagine Kanye saying, like, what president has ever dropped an album while in office? <laughs> like, if there's one thing I have to do in, like, the four years, it's drop an album while in office. Yeah. It, it Also, everything Kanye does, it, it all goes back to, like, motivating people and showing them they could be more than who they are. Like, being president is just an extension of that. It would be the next step of that, showing like, hey, I can do this, you can too. And everything he does while president would be to continue to preach that message and like build people up. And what better way to do that than put out an album while you're president? And he's kind of been preparing for it for years, right? Like the how quickly he turned around Yay. Mm-hmm. Right? and solo producing all the Wyoming projects and still having that in his bag. Like I think he could just spend a weekend locked in Fort David, Camp David, mm. wherever, and really churn out like the best presidential album of all time. What if he's waiting to drop Yandi when he gets elected? Like that's going to be his <laughs> campaign. He's like, hey, if you elect me president, like the day I win, I drop Yandi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> then he that's would be it. stealing votes away from Biden. <laughs> that's my campaign, Yandi. Vote for me, you get Yandi. <laughs> One word, Yandi. Just a hostage situation to start as president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think we uh, we can do the uh, vice president as a bonus episode with some of these other questions because there's some like other interesting ones in here. So we'll do a, a part two bonus for uh, Patreon in the coming days. So if you want to check out our other bonus Patreon episodes, uh, we've been doing a whole season on hot takes related to Kanye mini season. Uh, you can find them on there. 
patreon.com slash Kanye podcast. And we also have all 100 plus episodes of line by line lyrical analysis that we've done. Yeah. Um, And are you up for doing this bonus episode right now? Sure. Okay. As I say, we could just drop it the same day we drop this podcast. So you can, if you've been hesitant about joining Patreon, like today's the day you can do it. That's right. Head (laughs) over there. Five (laughs) dollars. Cool. All right. Well, then we'll be back soon. And of course, as long as there's Kanye content, we'll have Kanye content. Which means there's going to be a lot of episodes coming up. Yeah. Uh, Thank you for the support. And we appreciate you taking the time to listen. Yep. Stay wavy. And loopy. I tell them Raise your glasses, your glasses, your glasses to the sky This is the last call for alcohol for the It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.